वेलकम टू फुटबॉल टोटल माई नेम इज सारू एंड एज बारू हेड सजेस्टेड लास्ट वीक ही आस्क मी इफ आई कुड रन अ पोल टू फिगर आउट हु इज गोइंग टू बी ऑन द पॉडकास्ट दिस वीक विल इट बी बारू विल इट बी कनाव और विल इट बी बोथ ऑफ देम और नन ऑफ देम द आंसर इज डी नन ऑफ देम सो आई एम सिटिंग हियर ऑल अलोन इन द स्टूडियो बट माई गुड फ्रेंड अजीम इज ऑन द लाइन एंड ही इज हियर टू हेल्प मी आउट एंड ट्राई टू मेक सेंस ऑफ हाउ गुड जोर्जीनियो इज अजीम वेलकम टू द शो All right, man. So, listeners, even before we get into the podcast, if you please, you could like write to us on Twitter at the rate Footy Twaddle, Facebook and Instagram is Football Twaddle. All right. So, Azim. So, let's get into this. Let's first start yep. with the North London derby. Is it two points <laughs> lost for Arsenal or is it one point gained for Spurs? Ah, uh, in the mix of things, I think it's both. Okay, uh, it, it, it's a very diplomatic answer. I understand, but uh, <laughs> Arsenal could have won it. Arsenal could have won it, but then it would have been a little unfair because I thought there were two decisions in the match which were wrong. One went in Spurs' favor. One went in Arsenal's favor. Yeah. So, so Arsenal were one lead, leading one nil without the wrong decision as well, no? Yeah. So probably Arsenal should have nicked it, but then you, I am a Chelsea fan, so <laughs> I would never be. And then. Uh, Of course, Arsenal will always remain Arsenal, and I will always have bragging rights. So I'd rather not let anybody win. To be very honest, <laughs> so it was a fair result from a Chelsea neutral point of view. Yeah, but from an Arsenal point of view, they actually played quite well, and they how how did they miss that penalty, man? I don't get it. Why why would they? <laughs> See, Obama Yang before coming onto the pitch. Saw Jorginho take his penalty. <laughs> no, so he didn't. The penalty he did. Yeah, of course. In the did. penalty yeah, shootout, you mean? <laughs> you no, know, he wanted to. He wanted to be a little cheeky. Right? He like, okay, even I want to be like Jorginho, and even I want to be a little cheeky and all. <laughs> the cheekiness didn't didn't work this time. It backfired. Was he as classy as Jorginho in his missing uh, of the penalty? Uh, No Arsenal player can be as classy as any Chelsea player who did do the picture, except for probably John Obi Mikel. Okay. Yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah, yeah. So only, only, only John Obi Mikel probably is uh, not as classy. Otherwise, every Chelsea player is like, hey, haven't you seen Giroud? Oh my God, the definition of class. And that's why he moved to Chelsea, yeah. Huh? Uh, yeah, definitely. He's good-looking. He's classy, and, and looks and looks rich. It looks <laughs> rich, which is very yeah. important. He has to look very rich. Very important. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Does Kante look, look rich? <laughs> Kante, let's not get Kante into the picture only. Because Kante is beyond these arguments. Okay, Kante is like Bhagwan Kante. All right, all right. Can can we get back to the North London derby before thinking who is yeah. beautiful or not? <laughs> Lucas Torreira gets a red card. Doesn't he come on at forty-five minutes? Like at half time, he comes on in the game, right? Yes, and then he gets a red card, which is quite unfortunate. Was that a genuine like red card? I I didn't watch the game, so. Yes, uh, it was a genuine red card. It was pretty high. It was a startup challenge, and I think it was because of the tempers being played. I don't understand first, to be very honest. Uh-huh. Why do they have to fight? Every match they are losing, they will fight with the opponent. Yes, and they will have an unsportsmanlike conduct. Yes, and they so, wouldn't be. Uh, they would treat uh, their opponents with disdain. I don't like that. It's a bit rich coming from a person who supports our captain leader legend. <laughs> that why? <laughs> why do you fight with the opponents? <laughs> really? Is that all you've learned <laughs> in the last fifteen years? 
for a defender. See, my perspective has changed after Kante. You understand? Kante also fights for the ball, but then he's only for the ball. Then he'll go and tap the referee on his shoulder. Then that he'll go and tap the opponent because, also on his shoulder. That's because Kante tells the other people to fight. Uh, I remember when Diego Costa joined Chelsea. I yes. think after the first two, first pre-season game or second pre-season game, he, with the help of SP and Fabregas, he goes to John Terry and he tells John Terry, "Dude, I'm going to fight, right? I'm going to do, I'm going to fight a lot. I need you to come and like you know defend me when the fight goes on and when the ref calls you over. Do that. Rest, I will take care of. <laughs> that this way, I'm paraphrasing, <laughs> yeah, but this is precisely almost what he said, and we know what yes, happened. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you can you can you can see it on the pitch as well. After the third season, if you will see, Costa was not getting booked as much because he used to have a good camaraderie with the referee. I don't know what he made a difference with or what he had a word with the referee about. Because he's so got, he went, he got so many yellow cards that the ref got to know Costa a little bit better, probably. But having <laughs> so, let's coming back to the North London derby. So when you say you don't understand why Spurs fight with the opponents, it is kind of like a facile argument. Obviously, you know why they fight with the opponents. If they are frustrated and aggressive, uh, channel that aggression into your game. They were pathetic on the night. Okay, it was at their home. Okay, their uh, their substitute home. Huh. And uh, and Arsenal were the visiting side. Hmm. It wasn't that Arsenal were coming in some rich vein of form or something like that. Uh, even and Spurs are hi- uh, higher up on the league table than Arsenal are. So at home, Spurs are expected to win that game. Arsenal could have missed that game if Obama Yang would have converted that penalty. So Spurs, instead of letting it out on the opponent, you let it out on yourself, introspect and better your game and increase your level rather than fighting with your opponent. You think Harry Kane coming back so soon from injury has actually not helped Spurs and... The, you know he probably needs a few more a weeks to get on. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm not. It's not like that. Trust me and believe me. They don't play as well with Harry Kane. With Harry Kane, what happens is that he becomes the focal point of the entire match, and every first player tries to play through him. Yes, okay. it has and worked well I till think, now. Yes, no, no. It has not gotten them trophies. If you see at the start of the season, they did not have Harry Kane, and believe me, I saw Spurs playing much better football at the start of the season than they are playing right now. So that, or is, is that because is that because they are missing Delhi Ali? I think see Delhi Ali is definitely going to be missed. Okay, in any team for that matter, if he is on any team, he can definitely come and contribute. He is a skillful player. He both his feet. He is a complete midfielder, Delhi Ali. All right. So of so, course they miss him. Yes. So now dragging this whole thing back, the teams below Spurs, which were Arsenal, Manchester United, Chelsea, everyone has dragged Spurs into the fight for the top four spots, right? Yeah. So yeah. Spurs, who at one point I think just three weeks ago were second on the table and had a enough. Cool Against the other teams from botting, fighting for the top four spot. Now they are into the whole thing. They have to fight to get into the top four as well. So yeah. how how tough is that going to be? Given that, yeah, Manchester United are score winning games, and given that Jorginho is scoring goals, <laughs> how <laughs> how tough? So you think Spurs will be hold, able to hold on to the top four? I think Spurs will still hold on to the top four. Okay, and really and talking about their rivals, which is Arsenal. What do you make of whole Arsenal thing? I didn't understand. Like Kumar Kanav on the group was angry about something during the game. Do you know what it was? Yes, the the refereeing decision. If I am not wrong, see because uh, the linesman, uh, the linesman should catch Kane. Oh, okay. you mean Harry Kane's offside yeah, for the yeah, goal? Yeah, Kane. 
ुनाइटेड Right. They, oh, that was, that was so Manchester United played Southampton. I think the general feeling was that Manchester United is going to win this game and probably quite easily given the Southampton's position in the table. But mm-hmm. what happened was a game in which Lukaku had to show his brilliance for Manchester United to win three two. Otherwise, mm-hmm. without Lukaku, who has been abused so much over the last few months, they won't have happened. And one has to hand it over to Lukaku. He's shown great. Everybody has abused him. United fans, other fans. He's been mocked. He's been booed. He's been taken off the team. He doesn't start for United anymore. But as soon as he got the opportunity, he grabbed it with both his hands. And if you will see, I think the time on the sidelines has helped him to work on his right foot. If you've seen his goals, the past three goals he scored, he scored all that is right, all three of them. Uh, but there and could be a simpler explanation for that. His left foot is shit. <laughs> oh come on! His left foot is amazing. I uh, do. I'm it just. It is right which was bad. I am just joking. I am joking. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so three-two Manchester United win. We can't talk about like we have to talk about the first goal Southampton scored, which was like Ooh. a belter. a cracker of a goal so let's talk about you know manchester united versus southampton we have to talk about the first goal of southampton oh, god that has to be in the top 5 goals of the season right oh yes 100% i think that will be in the top 5 goals and will be a strong contender for the goal of the season as well. a belter and to have the confidence to take it against dehaya i have to hand it over to valerie and that to right back and valerie had a good game as well for southampton i feel sad because they actually played quite well and still lost the game 3-2 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, even I felt a little sad because even I wanted United to draw or something like that. Of course, you did. You have <laughs> such ulterior <laughs> motives. <laughs> It's unbelievable. Oh, always. Oh, okay, how how are the ulterior? I am just siding with the club I support. So, if the best result for my club is the best result <laughs> for me, yes. <laughs> yeah. So, Paul Pogba penalty. Take us through it. <laughs> He changed his hairstyle. 
I think this is the first time he's playing with the new hairstyle, <laughs> right? Which is I don't know. He just coloured the whole that thing. But that happens. That happens every month. He's playing with a new hairstyle every month, so no, he cannot blame the hairstyle no, all no. the time. No, no. He didn't. He didn't change anything from when uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer came into the club. This is I think the first really? time. Uh-huh. After Ole, yes. After yeah, Ole, this is the first time right. he's done some sort of change to things. Silver. Exactly. Silver kind of a and look what yeah. he does. He had a quite a bad game as well, didn't he? Yeah, he was. See, sir, his diagonals are one of the best I've ever seen. Okay, uh-huh. he can like pass it over sixty yards, and still it would be an inch perfect pass. On that particular night, he was not finding those passes. Even Rashford had a poor game. I am. I was surprised that Lukaku found it in him to up his ante and get it and get a get a result. But United. Lukaku does that. I mean, it's very easy to forget things. But last year, when Manchester United played Liverpool, when they beat them two one at Old Trafford. Mm-hmm. Look at the who was the man of the match. Look, yeah, yeah, he, so. he is a character. He has the added over to him, and I'll give it to I'll give it to Ole as well. Okay, that if if one character in the team hasn't shown up on that particular day, there will be someone else who will take up the mantle and at least get United three. I know, but and you know, is, is you know, change. you know who is the only character who never shows up in that team. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. <laughs> Alexis Sanchez. <laughs> Uh, unfit Lingard over <laughs> Alexis Sanchez in the last game. And Lingard and got Lingard, injured. <laughs> and again got injured. Lingard had to be subbed off. And then Sanchez came out. That's such a disgrace for Sanchez who's taking half a million pounds a week home. <laughs> it, it, it has nothing to do with the taking money home. It has basically got to do everything with his standing in the team right now. Who has but been valued? Who, yeah, who has been a better signing though? Sanchez for United or Mkhitaryan for Arsenal? I think Mkhitaryan for Arsenal. Why? Why would you think that? <laughs> Because whenever whenever Mkhitaryan has played for Arsenal, except for a few games where he is where he is gone missing, uh-huh. after coming back at least after the injury, when he after he's come back, hmm. he's really shown some grit. He is physically stronger hmm. after coming back. He's going into tackles. He's been assisting left, right, and center. Uh, he's getting into the box. Don't do the, all this left, right, and center. I just wanted you to be on air on this so that I can play this tape back to Kumar Kanav and Tanush Baru next week, and they can laugh about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I think they will. Like both of them are going to agree to the fact that Mkhitaryan is a better signing for Arsenal than Alexis Sanchez for Manchester United. What has Sanchez done for United? Nothing. What do you Close mean? Nothing. He's not. Even played the piano, which is kind of disappointing. Yeah, and he he's he's so bad that you took him out of your FPL team. Yeah, now, imagine now that, that, that's a statement. <laughs> yeah, man, that is true. Yeah. Anyway, we take a break right now. After the break, we'll talk about Chelsea and what else? And Liverpool Fulham. and Liverpool bottling it. Yeah, Chelsea, Fulham, and Liverpool bottling it or seemingly bottling it. So yeah, stay yeah. tuned to Football Total. Yeah, welcome back to Football Total. I have Azim with me still, and Azim, let's talk about this in a way which is systematic, which is mm-hmm. full of respect, which is full mm-hmm. of praise. Chelsea, <laughs> Chelsea beat Fulham two one, or Chelsea beat yeah, Chelsea beat Fulham two yeah. one. The goal yeah. scorers were who were the goal scorers? Jorginho and Higuain. And Higuain. 
one is a fat guy <laughs> right <laughs> which is he going he, he, he's not fat okay? I, i don't understand the criticism we take believe it his work rate is extremely high i mean yeah. the channel okay uh, fine let me put it to this way if romesh pawar's work rate for the indian team also was really high so was he fat or not <laughs> no answer my question his work rate was quite a he ran as fast as ravindra jadeja in boundary so was romesh pawar fat or not Pretty sure Higuain is going to take over the women's Chelsea team. Huh? He's going to be taking over the women's Chelsea team as soon as he retires. Acha, so that is Higuain. The first hmm. goal though was scored by a great man, <laughs> Jorginho. How about how about Jorginho? That was the winner. That was the winner. He oh, sorry. Winner, yeah, sorry. The winner. How about that? Jorginho is coming or he doesn't have an assist yet but now he's scoring goals. <laughs> is this upturn of form <laughs> what was required? I say he's you playing Fulham baba and both of us agree to the fact that Fulham are going to get relegated okay. But still I think Scott Parker really battled his troops well and they really gave a clear run for their money but Jorginho finish I it's difficult for me to praise Jorginho if he has leveled on him all through the year but it was an extremely cool extremely cool finish I I am enjoying this so much <laughs> It was a bloody idiot at times. No, 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 no. Continue with what you were saying before. I, 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 I was actually under the extremely cool finish. I didn't expect it from him, but uh, it was top draw. No so let me take take few things back. Uh, you know, in the Carabao Cup final. you or till then you you guys mainly used to complain that georginio doesn't tackle he's just water people run through him <laughs> he's air no one sees him <laughs> and all of that <laughs> did you see georginio tackle sergio aguero and get a yellow card in that final he took that one for such, he took one was, for the was, team <laughs> that was such a bad challenge very honest he should he he doesn't have the pace he doesn't have the physicality for being a holding midfielder how do you and know that he just runs are of course i see him uh, he scoring goals is he a holding midfielder okay. anymore <laughs> 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 See, he cannot play attacking midfield either. Okay, he does not have the skill set for being an attacking midfielder. Exactly. He does not have the skill set for being a defensive and midfielder. And he's still and he's still scoring goals. Imagine he doesn't have mindset for attacking midfielder, center midfield, or defensive midfield. He, he, <laughs> But he's he scoring is winners. Scoring a goal, a goal. Yeah. His first goal from open play in 28 matches. So, what was when was when was Makelele's first goal from open play? <laughs> I remember yeah, that yeah. exactly when it was, but I would like you to remember. <laughs> I I really don't. But Makalele offered a lot. In no, no. You, see, I am just replying to your point about Jorginho. Jorginho <laughs> <laughs> does not offer anything in offense. So, Mac- Makalele's first goal for Chelsea. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. when you know after they won the league against Bolton I think they played Charlton at home and they got mm-hmm. a penalty in the 90 plus 1 minute or something then they gave the ball mm-hmm. to Makelele ki bhai tu goal maar le Arman scores the hits the ball and the defender basically saves it but in the rebound he scores and that was his <laughs> 
first goal for Chelsea. <laughs> and as soon as he scored, as soon as he scored that goal, you could see the. Just look it up on YouTube, guys. You could see like entire Chelsea team, backroom staff. I think even the team must. Everyone ran onto the pitch. Roman Abramovich was rolling on the floor somewhere. <laughs> it was that. But getting against Charlton. Against Charlton, yes. So oh, your Jorginho arguments, Azim. I don't know, man. They sound so flimsy. First and foremost, it, it's really sad for me to uh, for me to be on a podcast who compares. It's I I, I cannot even I, I don't even have the words for it. But it's serious blasphemy. If if somebody compares Jorginho to Vakalele, especially a Chelsea fan, and you are a Chelsea fan, I didn't so compare. I, I'm saying he's better. He scored his first goal faster than Vakalele. <laughs> <laughs> it's a position named after the guy. Okay, it is the Makalele no, position. But he Jorginho is not playing the Makalele position. He's playing the Jorginho the position. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that that can be a valid argument. You come and go on and say that I am no, not playing that position because Makalele himself very recently in an article said. That that name of that position should be changed to Kante position yes. and not Makalele position. Yes, anymore. but you know Jose Mourinho over the weekend he saw the Fulham Chelsea game as well and he was doing punditry work there. Mm-hmm. So he he basically has this huge man crush on Kante. So mm-hmm. you know when Kante signed for Chelsea. The mm-hmm. f- one of the first things Mourinho wanted to do when he signed for United as a manager was to try and get Kante to United. Mm-hmm. And that did not go through because Kante to Chelsea deal was almost done, and Kante said, "Me Chelsea ja raho." So that's and then it. he then at the end of the day he got them Matic. No, Matic came much later. Now Matic came one no, year Matic. later. Well, Matic, okay, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, so it, while doing his work, he he basically had two three points about the whole Chelsea situation involving Kepa, Kante, and Sari. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the first thing he said about Kante is that he is probably the most phenomenal player right now in the league. And what he told, yeah. what he basically said was, you know, previous seasons Kante was playing as a defensive midfielder, whatever, but. Mm-hmm. you could he he says that he is absolutely enamored and he's amazed that Kante is now taking a more advanced position which is a number 8 position in the midfield and he's like you know Kante will just grow into it he's already doing most of the things right for a number 8 in the midfield and he will just get better and better and the good thing about Kante is that he can play almost any position in the midfield it's not a So according to Mourinho at least he is not Kante need not be set there and you could probably unleash Kante and get much more value from him by him being an entire midfield runner so he says he's like I'll a typical box to box midfielder and he can be much better I agree see I agree on, on a certain front with Jose Mourinho see what is more about the enamored part I think any manager on the planet would just love to have Kante Because if it were Pogba in the same position, Kante is in, and if Pogba was made to play a position he is not comfortable in, Pogba would have thrown his weight around like a spoiled brat, which he already but did. But that's what you are thinking, na? You are saying you are saying Kante is not comfortable playing in it, or he? How do you know? Ka- Kante probably Kante is comfortable Kante, and he wants Kante, to play Kante, it. No, 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 no. There were rumors very recently. I don't think Kante came out and said something of the sort, but Kante did express a slight displeasure about his playing position. Of course, he did. Okay, but he is the kind of guy who is a little shy, who is a silent operator. Even if he has a little bit of a doubt, he will go to the 
he would go to the manager and talk about it he would not go to the media and uh, blast the manager in front of the media not yeah. the kind of guy and that's why he is so highly rated because he's a thorough professional and also and also Mourinho basically said that you know what he he, he said i'm actually quite happy that chelsea is stuck on with sari and he thinks that it is going to get much better next season so and, am i yeah. so am i so am i i'm extremely impressed with sari and with the players as well because they bounced back they're playing some good football we have tightened our defense which was extremely leaky at one point of time in the season and we're playing decent football still as far as chance creation is concerned we can do slightly better i am I so happy you're recording all this football. because a lot of common friends of ours <laughs> will be very very <laughs> surprised <laughs> listening to what you're saying right now that's <laughs> true it's true it's true it's true in the past see After the 6-0 and 4-0 defeat, hmm. we have really come back strong as a team as well. Yes. And on, uh, let me be honest, on balance of play, we should have, we would have we would have won the English League Cup. Yeah, I, we, I thought we, deserve, we I thought yeah, I thought we did enough to win that. Anyway, that's yes, just yes, what under the bridge as they say. All right, so yes. that's about Chelsea. I think they have a run of decent fixtures for the next 3 2 3 weeks at least. Yeah, yeah. The the good part is the Chelsea play in both blank game weeks, 31 and 33. Yes. Both game weeks they'll play. So that's good. Now let's talk mm-hmm. about the biggest thing of the weekend which was the last match of the weekend. If you thought not not London derby was like the big thing. Till mm-hmm. Everton versus Liverpool. basically liverpool yes after 6 weeks of leading the league let's say with enough cushion not cushion with enough gap for the first time in a few months liverpool is now second <laughs> trailing city by a point so city have made up a they're seven... not trailing by a point they, they are at the same point i think they're trailing by goal difference if i'm not are you sure no, i i think they're trailing by a point okay whatever yeah they're trailing by a point yeah they're trailing by a point yeah they're trailing by a point so yeah for city to make up seven points and like you know and like you know liverpool to go basically city made up eight points over liverpool so they, is they, this the just, definition textbook definition of bottling it Okay, Liverpool have always been that way. Okay, and I think there is a reason for that being there. Okay, Klopp being one of them. Okay, first and for I and I don't think wind is the reason. So let's yeah, wait. You can't just say I don't think wind is the reason. Ninety-five percent of the people listening don't understand what do you mean by wind is the reason. They thought we're talking about football and not sailing. So what is this wind thing you're going on about? <laughs> स्टेडियम <laughs> Federer has not blamed the wind as much in the in the on the French Open as far as this guy has, and this guy plays a sport where weather doesn't affect the game as much. Oh man, oh but Klopp was getting all snipey, you know. In the press conference, they asked him, so like, what's going on? Are you playing bad? But Why didn't you attack even more? And then Klopp lost it, and he said, "What do you mean he didn't attack more?" I I find that question unacceptable, disgraceful. So Klopp is actually kind of losing it now a little in press conferences. He should, he should, and I think it's high time he gets angry. If he <laughs> were angry, if he were angry at seven uh, at the seven point when they had to play City, huh. probably the different. I I I don't blame the City game. To be very honest, both of City's goals were 
outrageous. Okay, uh-huh. Aguero and Sane both were superb, and Firmino's goal was also great. Okay, so let's not take that game. So let's count a four-point gap. Okay, mm-hmm. after a four-point gap, you start drawing games left, right, and center. And then so first and foremost, <laughs> you draw against Manchester United. Okay, which is which is, which supposedly shouldn't be happening. Okay, because if you are if you are a title winning side, you cannot afford to do that. Number no, one. you can I, drop points, but they played so badly that it does not like you take it away. Look, come on, you will draw you will draw games, but they played so badly against United that but it didn't. Against, they drew against West Ham as well. Huh. You need to understand. So you know, many draws are not going to work. You know for, what? Uh, for Liverpool. So you, man, Mourinho is like gold nowadays. <laughs> you know what he said? He basically <laughs> said, you know where. I knew that it was going to be tough for Liverpool, and basically, mm-hmm. basically Mourinho suppo- supposedly f- thought, you know, the game week where City lost and Liverpool drew with Leicester. Yes, yeah, I think the Newcastle game. Right? Yeah, Newcastle beat Newcastle City two one, and Liverpool drew with Leicester. Yep. So Mourinho basically is saying that at that at the end of that game week, I knew that mm-hmm. it was going to be really tough for Liverpool because when opportunities like those are presented during the season, you have to do everything you can to take those. I I will truly agree to one statement of yours. Jose Mourinho is pure gold. There's no doubt <laughs> about it. Off late. <laughs> now he nowadays he comes on TV and just says whatever. <laughs> no 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 no. He, you know what? This is a mark of a title winning manager. He. he <laughs> He, he is bang on target over here, and he is. He, it's the nail. It's, it's exactly what I would have wanted to say. See, big teams are not going to give you many opportunities. If they do give you the opportunity to take one ten, you have to. Every title-winning side in the history of football has always, always gotten hold of the crunch moment. Liverpool has not gotten hold of the crunch moment. See, yesterday also Salah was one on one twice with Pickford, and Pickford got the better of him at that point of time. See, all of that, if you put it into perspective, is going to affect your season in a manner that you can be champions or you are going to be second. You see, City. I was I was just talking to a Liverpool fan very recently, and I told why City are in a stronger position to win the title, or why I was always agreeing with Kanau Bai when Kanau Bai used to say that City will go on and win the title. He's been saying that for a few weeks now. If I'm not wrong, he's been saying that from okay. day one. <laughs> Yes, yeah, from day one, probably speaking. But I had my doubts in the middle when it was a seven-point gap, and probably uh, when uh, before Liverpool were about to play City, I mm. thought that probably if it goes on to a ten-point gap, then I think it's going to be impossible for City to catch up. But hats off to City; they have dug deep, man. They have really. If you have seen the Schalke game. I was yes. impressed. I hate Pep Guardiola, and I hate Manchester City. But <laughs> is there I'm any other club fan, you like other than Chelsea? <laughs> you hate every I club. Like, I like I like Liverpool. I like <laughs> do Liverpool. you? Do you do? <laughs> yes. All right. I, I like it, and that's why that's why it pains me a little to see Liverpool the way they are. Because Liverpool are a dogged side. Okay, once upon a time, I used to I used to love Liverpool when they had Gerrard, Torres, Suarez, Sturridge. Uh, even Sterling for that matter. They still have Sterling, Jazim. Just because he doesn't, he's not injured or doesn't come on the pitch doesn't mean anything. They still have him. Well, well, not the SAS Sterling. Okay, the SAS Sterling was a different Sterling altogether. But, yeah, but uh, I, I, I like Liverpool, but Liverpool don't have the mentality, and I think that spawns from Klopp. Klopp has to have that uh, cutthroat attitude for his team to win the title. He doesn't have that cutthroat attitude. You see Pep Guardiola. If his team is not on the mark, he will spank them right, left, right, and center. He will take them apart. 
Yes, Klopp will go and hug people, and then he will go and hug Henderson, and then he will go and cry on Wijnaldum's shoulder. Are you kidding me? About you, you lost the title there, yeah. Yeah. The, the more I thought about it, I did realize. Then I went back to read a few reports of that that game week, and then after Newcastle beat City, every <laughs> report was basically it is Liverpool's to lose, and That's when when Liverpool City. drew with Leicester, everything was like, oh, City have been given a lifeline here, and they will come back to bite Liverpool types. Did you see? Did you see the two thousand? I think two thousand eleven. I think they they bottled it again in two thousand eleven. Right? Two thousand eight or two thousand eleven? I think. 2008 uh, the brendan rogers season where where they were where they were first and they were about to win the title and then they slipped and dembaba went and scored oh you mean game. you mean that season yeah dembaba that yeah. was mourinho's first season yeah. back so that is yes. 2011 yes. 12 or 12 yes, 13 one of the two yeah i think 11 12 so huh. my point is even at that point of time it wasn't only the chelsea game they drew again against a lesser opponent and they again drew against a lesser opponent see the point is if you had to win the title you cannot especially the premier league okay you cannot give your opponent a sniff at the game i like that about city you know what what they will do is they go all guns blazing in the first 20 minutes and ensure that they at least score one after that it is on the opponent or the owners lies with the opponent that they come and score yeah. but it will no ha ha so see that What did Klopp do? Klopp, Liverpool was sleeping in the first half. I didn't understand so one substitution, especially in the Everton game, which was I think he got James Milner for Naby Keita. Yeah. Yeah, which seems so weird because Keita was. All I, I don't think. No, 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 no. He got James Milner for Gini Wijnaldum. अच्छा, I thought he got him for Naby Keita or something. The one I did not understand was Adam Lallana. हाँ. The one I did the first first divorce or he. Now the are you kidding me or what? A very shakiri when you need him. Yeah, what happened to him? In last few weeks, he's just out of picture after scoring those goals and everything. And Shakiri was their superstar. He used to come on. अभी तो नहीं आ रहा ना. That's the whole point. Why is he not playing anymore? And and you know what? I don't understand. See, it, it's a winning. I don't understand Klopp either. It's a winning formula. Things are working for him. He is in the lead. He has the title in the bag. He suddenly changes his formation, and now he wants Mane to play forward, and he wants Firmino on the bench. Yeah, you putting Roberto Firmino on Or, the bench and starting Divock Origi over Roberto Firmino. Yeah, are but there's one. There, there, you could explain it in a way. No, you could basically say that he's leading and he has no idea how to like. Like he's you know, even he's trying <laughs> he's trying to figure out अरे how do how do I win this अभी हो गया not at this juncture of the there's yes. nine games to go anyway, you cannot so, figure out things with nine games to I go. know so quickly you obviously think City is going to win this right Yeah, yeah, I think now City is not going to bottle. All right, so uh, and let's quickly talk about relegation. I think you and I and probably most almost everyone in football is convinced that uh, Fulham and Huddersfield will be relegated, and yeah. the teams in the mix who is the who will probably get relegated. I than, think it is till till Newcastle. Everybody have a chance. Okay, so I'll tell you. Fourteen is Newcastle at thirty-one. Brighton yeah. at thirty. Burnley at thirty, Southampton at twenty-seven, and Cardiff at twenty-five. With nine games to go, that is very less a margin. And if you see, there, at one more point it is Bournemouth, at one more point it is Leicester. But yeah, I think at least Leicester, Leicester and Everton have the yeah. have the ability to probably get nine least, more points uh, at least. Yes, yes, yeah. At least not fall under relegation. So I think it's going to be Cardiff, Fulham, and Huddersfield only. If I have to take a pick, because mm. Southampton, the way they showed their grit right now, Burnley has also been carrying out a few results here and there. Brighton is defensively solid. 
Instagram and Facebook Football Portal. This is Saru signing off from this week's podcast.